Joining us from the Showbox Theater in Seattle, please welcome Andrew W.K. to the show. And you're currently on tour, right? Yes, uh, we are on the second date, really. I mean, uh, Dan and I have been on the, the road for a while, but the first show actually kicking off the whole world tour was last night in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. And uh, we just got into Seattle and are about to head over to the venue to start getting ready for the second show. Check to see if Andrew's playing in your city. Uh, if he is, grab a ticket, go party. Be a good time, right? Yeah, you can go, uh, even easier, just go to andrewwk.com. They're all listed, uh, two and eight right there. Even better. Uh, I want to ask you about your Comic-Con experience last year, because we actually had a very brief interaction. I saw you uh, walk in the floor, and you were kind enough to stop and chat with me for a little bit, took a photo, and you were there uh, for your Cartoon Network panel, right? For Destroy, Build, Destroy? Yeah. I was doing uh, TV and interviewing folks. I got to meet uh, all kinds of incredible uh, artists uh, as well as voice actors, and that, that was an amazing, mind-blowing experience. I'd never been, I've been to comic book conventions, but never the big San Diego comic convention. I've been looking forward to it for many years and was there for, gosh, you know, three or four days and couldn't, couldn't really believe how amazing it was and two that I had never come before. I'll tell you this, I'll never miss it again. Yeah. I go every year from now on. Uh, I'm going to the New York to Apple Comic Con too. I went to that, and it was it just as big. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, it's incredible. That thing is a beast out in San Diego. I've never been to the New York one, but yeah, it looks equally as big, and it's really grinding. I mean, it's so fun, but I mean, I'll go back every year, but man, it was my first time too, and it was such a grind, but so you will be back next year? Yeah. There's a lot of stimulation, a lot of excitement. Your brain is just like being totally assaulted in the best <laughs> way with all these, you know, amazing uh, people and costumes and the, the booths and the displays and not to mention the comic books, it's just a, I got to see in real life, like in person, comic books that I had only read about books and seen in, uh, you know, like rare collectible books, to actually see them there and, you know, you could just buy it, it just seemed a little uh, amazing to me that it's just kept growing and growing, but I've loved comic books for a long time, so that was like a dream come true. Are you a fan of horror movies? If so, like, what, oh, yeah, what, are, what are some of your favorite ones from growing up? Well, I didn't see as many uh, when I was younger because either you had to be over 18 right. um, to get in the theater or, you know, your parents would have to take you. We didn't have cable. So it was only later, more recently, that I got to see a lot of them. But uh, one that I always really liked was uh, the thing, John Carpenter's The Thing, just because of all those really beautiful uh, robotic monsters and effects. It's really just incredible. Yeah, have you seen the remake of that? Have you had a big, big fan of the, the special effects. Have you had a chance to see the the reimagining of that, the one that came out last year in the fall? No, I, I did. I, I remember when uh, they announced it, and it, for whatever reason, I guess I just couldn't imagine it being like topping the effects from that one. But did you see it? Was it good? I actually did see it, and I, I've I've seen both. And of course, the one Carpenter did was actually a remake of the '50s version. But uh, right, of course. I was surprised at how well the new one was. I mean, they used some practical effects in it, but they still they still used a little bit of CGI, but it really kind of brought you back to the original feel. I'm kind of on the fence. I mean, I, I think the original one's still better, but they didn't overdo it on this. I think they did it the proper way and still kind of held the integrity. So I wasn't completely disappointed or anything like that. Like a lot of remakes, you might you might be surprised. Might check it out sometime. Well, my, uh, my dad was a big, big fan of the, uh, the original black and white one, and I've seen that as well. 
Yeah. Um, I think I saw that before the John Carpenter's version, and, and you know that one's very different too because it's very quiet and more psychological. It's like the Twilight Zone kind of feel versus the the gore and the blood and the, the monsters. But you know, it's, it's just a great combination of uh, losing your mind, cabin fever, the paranoia, yeah, the body snatcher kind of uh, approach. I thought it was you know it's just a great concept for a movie. Yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, we like to ask a question for our guests that we have on the podcast. It's ask a creepy question. And so okay. I'm going to ask you a creepy question. Uh, I don't think it's that far out there compared to some of the stuff we ask, but what are you wearing right now? What am I wearing? Yeah. I'm wearing a pair of white Levi's 501 jeans. I am wearing a white uh, Fruit of the Loom uh, short sleeve crew deck t-shirt. And I am wearing uh, these basketball shoes by Nike, um, the Hyper Fuse, uh, and uh, a, a hat, a party horn hat, some uh, Oakley shades, and uh, a shot uh, leather jacket. All right, man. I appreciate your time, everybody. Go to andrewwk.com, check out his tour dates, uh, see if he's playing in a city near you, and grab a ticket, go party with him, and check out some of his music on iTunes. Andrew, we really appreciate your time today. Best of luck on your tour, and we hope to talk to you soon. Thank you. Yeah, I had a pleasure. Pour you hard. Keep doing what you're doing, and uh, thanks for having me on. All right, brother. Take care. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.